Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Encourage Her podcast. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you are returning to the podcast and you've listened before, get excited because we're doing something new. Each month, we will roll out a new theme. So today, we kick off a new theme. And I couldn't be more excited to have the opportunity to share a message of hope with you today to help us kick off that theme. So last month, if you remember, we talked about faith building. This month, I'm going to be using a word to try to create for you an understanding of a way we want to live. So the word is shallow. You might be thinking, oh, shallow, that doesn't sound very positive or inspiring or something we want to shoot for. Well, you're sort of right. I want to be talking about shallow because we want to get to the deep, all right? So we're going to have to talk about the shallow in order to talk about depth. So that's what we're going to kind of stay this month, shallow living and deep, faithful living. So when I thought about the word shallow, I like to look up words when I'm creating a message or even doing some writing. And I just love the meanings of words, synonyms, antonyms, all of it. So as I Googled the word shallow and I looked up some synonyms, here's what I found. Not deep. Pretty obvious, right? Superficial. Ignorant. Simplistic. And foolish. So ladies, the word shallow for me in this message of hope came from my quiet time um, with the Lord. I was reading in my Bible and some somehow, some way, he had me come across 2 Timothy 3, 7. And in this part of scripture, they're talking about the end of times. And for some of us, we're beginning to wonder if the end of times are coming nearer. We don't have a timeline from God as to exactly when Jesus will return or when the earth as we know it um, will end. But some people in the world are beginning to feel that there are some warning signs and that we're getting closer. And that's not what we're here to talk about today. But in this part of scripture, I wanted to give you that background to know where they're at. Um, and they're talking about the end of times. And it's there's a, par- a portion of this scripture I found so interesting. Um, if you belong to FCC or you attend, you may know me. Again, my name is Joe, and at FCC, I serve as the Women's Ministry Director. So if you're not a part of our church and you're just listening in, welcome. And what I get to do, ladies, is work with a lot of you, work with a lot of women in a lot of different ways. And I found it so interesting that this piece of scripture was talking about women specifically at the end of times. So it piqued my interest. I'm going to read it to you from two different versions. So again, if you're reading in your Bible or you're taking notes, I'm in 2 Timothy 3, 7. In the contemporary English version, it says this, These women 
always want to learn something new, but they never can discover the truth. In God's words translation, it says these women are always studying, but they are never able to recognize the truth. And in this part of scripture, like I said, it's talking about the end of times, and it's speaking specifically about women and how women um, are eager and excited and they desire to learn new things. They're always studying, but there are men who are specifically deceiving them and telling them things that are not true. So they're learning from these men, and these men are actually deceiving them to believe things that are not true. And I found this so interesting. And one thing that I thought about, if we take this scripture and apply it to our time now, 2022, and you can look at women, and generally speaking, we are inundated with information between the internet, Facebook, Instagram, if you're a podcast listener, um, you know, the, the radio, TV, you name it, we are constantly being taught by something. We are constantly being talked to by something. And some of us more than others. But certainly we have a lot of truth being spit at us, being told to us. There are also a lot of people in the world who claim to be truth tellers. And the Bible warns us about this in Revelations, like false prophets will begin to appear. You know, many, many people will claim to know the truth and they will be teaching the truth, but it will not be the truth, capital T. And I felt like this was a warning. This was a really strong warning to women in 2 Timothy 3, 7, that this could happen. We can be full of knowledge and not know the truth. We can be eager to learn and be studying endlessly and not be able to even discover or recognize what the truth of what word God's word says. And what will happen if we don't know the truth, then we won't be able to discern the truth. We won't be able to hear a lie and speak back at it with truth if we don't know the truth, right? We can't speak truth to an untruth if we didn't know the truth in the first place. So it's a challenging thought, and it's um, concerning. And I think if we're honest, at times we can all be in this verse. We can be full of knowledge and not really sitting in and learning and discovering the truth. And I think if you're tuning into this podcast, I'm imagining and I'm making some good guesses that you are a woman who's interested in faith. You are a woman who's curious about Jesus. Maybe you want to connect with others and learn and study more. Maybe you're listening to to receive hope. And the only hope comes from truth. So I thought this was worth taking some time to sit on this idea about shallow living. And that's what I'm calling it. Shallow living. Shallow knowledge. The truth is, ladies, God wants us to go deep with him. He doesn't want us to stay on the surface. He doesn't want us just to know a lot of facts. He wants those facts of his truth to dig deep into our souls, to change and transform our inner being. Depth. He wants a deep relationship with us. He wants us to know the truth and absorb it. 
He is the truth. He wants to be in the inside, not just on the surface. He doesn't want you to be able to just say words that sound Christianese and say things that sound good and truthful, but not really be able to know the truth when you're confronted in a situation or when you need to make a decision and you're having a hard time discerning and knowing which way to go. We need to know the truth. That requires depth. I do believe that this is biblical, this idea of having a deep relationship with God and not allowing our faith walk. We just talked about faith building last month, not staying in a shallow relationship, but really continuing to build our faith so that we can have a deeper relationship and a deeper understanding of God's word and ultimately the truth. And like I said, I do believe this is a biblical principle. We see in the Bible many times when God is asking people to come into the deep waters. My favorite uh, example of this, if you will, is when the disciples are in the boat, um, out in the water, and they have actually just come from watching Jesus perform miracle after miracle after miracle, one of which was the feeding of the 5,000, the fishes and loaves story that many of you may know. The disciples after that go out on a boat and Jesus says, you know, he'll he'll join them later. He goes off to a quiet place as he did often. They're in the boat without Jesus and it's dark and I picture it being nighttime in my mental version of the story. And they see what appears to almost be like a ghost out on the water. It's a figure literally floating on top of the water. And the disciples say that. This is in 2 Peter. They literally say, like, there's a ghost. These are my words, ladies, but this is my version of the story. Um, But they say, it's a ghost. It must be a ghost. And Jesus says, no, it is I. And it's Peter who says, like, is that really you? And he asks Peter to step out of the boat, trust in him, and walk towards him. And Peter literally walks on the water because of Jesus. And the second they take their he takes his eyes off Jesus, he starts to notice the winds and the waves, and he starts to sink. But keeping his eyes on Jesus, even in the deep waters, he's able to sustain. So that's an example of God asking Peter, trust me, come into the unknown, come into the deep with me, be in relationship with me, not on a surface level. And there's another story, um, again, with the disciples in Luke 5, 4. And it says, verse 3, um, Jesus got into the boat belonging to, again, Simon, who later became Peter, and asked him to put it out a little bit from the shore. So go away from the shallow, go into the deep in the boat, Peter. And sitting down, he taught the people from the boat. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, who again became Peter, put out into the deep water the boat and let down your nets for a catch. So they were having a hard time catching fish. And he's saying, come out into the deep with me and we will catch abundant fish. It's a beautiful metaphor. And truly, we're asked to be fishers of men, meaning we're asked to share our faith with others so that we can spread 
the kingdom of God. And he's saying, trust me, come with me, join me in the deep waters, and we will catch many, many fish. The word deep, ladies, in Webster's Dictionary means extending far below the surface, descending downward, profound. It is opposed to the shallow. I love this part of the definition. Piercing a great way. Not superficial or obvious. Hidden, secret, heartfelt, and intricate. Listen to some of those words. Secret. Doesn't God ask us to go to the secret places with him? Hidden. Isn't our faith unseen? You can't touch faith, right? It's unseen. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God themselves are unseen. It's having a deep relationship with him that is unseen, heartfelt, and intricate. How beautiful is that? Now, ladies, I was a swimmer, and I've always been amazed when I think about the deep, I think about diving. And I've always been amazed to watch people on the diving board. I think it's so funny. Every single time somebody gets on the diving board, there is this hesitation. I think even the greatest of swimmers have this natural kind of hesitation when you get to the ledge, you know, or the edge of the diving board. What is that about? What is the, what is so scary about diving into the deep? And when I think about this spiritually, um, I want us to think about that. Like, why do we sometimes um, avoid a deeper relationship with God or a deeper relationship with his word? Why are we maybe even afraid of getting to know it better? What causes us to delay our learning or avoid it or just outright not choose it? And I was thinking that I think it's just that fact. It's, it's unknown. Sometimes it can feel scary to go into the deep of your faith. Sometimes it's unfamiliar territory. Right? He's doing a new thing. As we sanctify or become more like Jesus, we're getting, we're changing, and that can be scary. It's mysterious and it can be confusing. The way of God is not the way of the world, so it can be confusing. Those are some things I thought about. What is that for you? What causes you um, to have a shallow relationship with God? Do you have a deep relationship with Him that's consistent. So maybe you're in a season where you've had depth before, but right now you're in the shallow. What is that about? It's worth taking time to process that question. It says in Psalm 25, 14, that the Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. So it's that fear of the Lord that can grow our faith, right? Taking the plunge of faith, if you will, not to be cheesy. I also think, though, sometimes it's like a lack of confidence. We don't think we can do it. Maybe we've had a bad experience. That could be something else that can happen from your lack of confidence. Maybe you don't have confidence in God because you had a bad experience and you're, you're just not sure about him now. Maybe it's the same in the church. You've had a bad experience and now you're not showing up for the depth anymore because of someone that hurt you. The church hurt stuff can get in the way and cause a lack of confidence. Maybe it's anxiety. You know, anxiety is a liar. The enemy uses anxiety and depression to to mess up our view of things. So it can cause, again, a lack of confidence. But in Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Be strong and courageous. 
Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. He never leaves us, ladies, in the shallow. He never leaves us in the deep. And the last thought I had was maybe, just maybe, it's a lack of equipment that's causing us to stay in the shallow. Because going deep, if we're honest, if we're thinking about the water analogy, going deep requires some equipment sometimes. You want to go scuba dive, you need some extra oxygen. Do you want to dive deep into the ocean? You might need a light or a guide because it's so dark and deep down there. Here's the thing. Ladies of faith, the word is our equipment. The word of God provides everything we need to have a deep relationship with God. All we need to do is read the Bible. Sounds simplistic, I know, but it's true. If we fill ourselves with the knowledge, then we can grow in our understanding of it. If we stay consistent in it, we will grow in our confidence. We will start to see it. It will become less unknown, and it will be more known to us. So maybe it's a lack of equipment. Maybe you need um, some way to help you get into that Bible. Maybe it's a kickstart, a Bible study you could do, or just carving out time each day, finding a friend that you can hold, hold you accountable. Maybe you need some tools to get you going. Then the last one I thought about, ways that we avoid the deep, is maybe apathy. Maybe you've just plateaued in your faith walk, and you're kind of just comfortable. You know, you've been to the deep before. You've been to the shallow, and maybe you're just kind of starting to forget. Sort of brings me back to that visual of the disciples in the boat when they thought they saw a ghost. These were men who had just seen Jesus perform miracles, and yet they doubted that Jesus could walk on the water. We can be the same. We can be forgetful, and we can get comfortable and just kind of take him for granted and just sort of stay in the shallow where it's easy and light and comfortable. And maybe it's because we're not prioritizing our faith. But often I think we've just grown apathetic and we need a refire. We need a refuel. It says in Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. So we're meant to continue to learn, right? We don't just learn the, the goodness of God and then stop. It's a growing process that doesn't end until we get to heaven. Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and I will teach you the way to go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Pursuing depth, ladies, brings deeper understanding. It brings deeper joy, deeper love, deeper contentment. There's so many ways that we can get to the deep, but that's where he wants us. He wants us in deep relationship with him. He doesn't want us to stay in the shallow. He wants us with him in all things. He wants to go to those dark places with you, those scary, those unknown places where maybe you lack confidence because he wants to heal you. He loves you with a deep, deep love. So this month, I encourage you to join us in the deep end. Let's get out of the shallow. Let's not be women who are full of knowledge but can't discern the truth. Let's be women who are eager to study and learn and be with God in a deep and meaningful, heartfelt, intricate, secret way. He's waiting. He's waiting for us. Let's dive in.
All right, ladies, I hope you enjoy this month. I can't wait to get going on it. Let's be women in the deep. Love to you all. I pray today that you are able to find women in your world that you can encourage. I pray that if this podcast encouraged you, you pass it on. Share it with her and be a woman who chooses to encourage her today. Love to you all. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily, quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.